0: I heard a saying years ago that if the rate of change outside your business is greater than the rate of change inside your business, you're out of business. So think about that when it comes down to the great resignation as well, is that it's really up to us right now to make the changes inside of our business so that we can actually attract and retain these great people right? versus having to react to it and think something's wrong. So I think it's great. I think it's about time.
1: Welcome to the Second in Command podcast, produced by the COO Alliance and brought to you by its founder, Cameron Harold. In the Second in Command podcast, we talk to top COOs who share the insights, strategies, and tactics that made them the chief behind the chief. And now, here's your host, Cameron Harold.
0: So I'm sure you've heard people mentioning the great resignation. In this episode, you're gonna hear my thoughts about it. And I think it's time that it happened. I'm glad people are quitting. What are your plans as the employer to get ahead of it? And think about this statement for a second. If the rate of change outside your business is greater than the rate of change inside your business, you're out of business. I think you're all gonna love this episode. We'll see you on the inside. Yeah, what are your thoughts on The Great Resignation? So that was a question by Jerry Larson, I think it is about fucking time, excuse my language, that so many employees quit working for shitty companies, doing shitty jobs, and having to drive 40 minutes there and 40 minutes back for the privilege. I think it's about time that they quit. And I think it's going to be really, really hard for average companies to survive because these companies, employees are going to get to go work for great companies based in other parts of the world. So I was talking to a company the other day who's based in Ohio. He just lost one of his key employees to a company based in Luxembourg, and he didn't even know where Luxembourg was. So he had to look up where the hell is this country that I just lost an employee to, because the world is now very flat and COVID accelerated that. So I think it's about time that we had the great resignation, because I think a lot of people felt very trapped working at very average companies and saw no other way out. I also think that there is a little bit of a swing back right now where employees are also realizing they don't have all the cards because some of the big companies are doing some layoffs. I think that's really healthy that we have the great resignation happening in times of maybe a bit of a recession coming, which at least balances out some of the equilibrium. I heard a saying years ago that if the rate of change outside your business is greater than the rate of change inside your business, you're out of business. So think about that when it comes down to the great resignation as well, is that it's really up to us right now to make the changes inside of our business so that we can actually attract and retain these great people, right? Versus having to react to it and think something's wrong. So I think it's great. I think it's about time. Other questions around culture or operations, Devin. You got a question?
1: Yeah. So I, I guess I could keep going. Okay. So um, I, as I mentioned, I'm really trying to build more structure and foundation. And I guess another point would: what would your strategy be when you're, um, you know, constantly trying to grow new systems. And then you're being met with a founder who is constantly diverting you away from that in your effort to like, for example, like make weekly meetings or every other week meetings with the team. And then them come to you and say, great idea, but throw that to the side. We're focusing on this now and having a culture where constantly reprioritizing causes like strategies to go to the wayside
0: yeah i think i think you're just getting to the stage where the company needs to start evolving right where the company can't just be the way it was you're moving from being a teenager to the adolescent and the company needs to evolve a little bit and our job is to show the leader that it's time to evolve I would caution you to be careful about system system systems for the sake of system system systems. Yeah. Right. But we need to put systems and processes in place that are easy to put in place, that allow us to make our employees happier, that allows us to make our customers happier, that allow us to make more money and profit. Otherwise, those systems can really bog us down when yeah. we need to still be small and entrepreneurial. Cause you are still a six-person company that can be nimble and entrepreneurial and and kind of wing it, but he needs to decide, or you and he need to decide. How much how entrepreneurial do we need to be? How much bobbing and weaving are we going to do versus how much can, can, can we get more organized in systems? So there's, there's a bit of a balancing approach, right? Hey, it's Cameron. Did you hear? That's right. I wrote another book. But this book isn't just another book for me. It's actually for you. The visionary CEO that is looking to grow and scale their business. This book is called The Second in Command, Unleash the Power of Your COO. As a founder and CEO, you're used to making all the decisions, but the business you have isn't the one you envision. Heck, we've all been there. And the thing is, you know what you need. You need a COO, someone who can help you build the company you don't know how to build on your own. The Second in Command is your go-to guidebook when you're ready to scale up. I go through all the details in every aspect of the process from knowing when you need to hire a COO through identifying and hiring the right candidate and successfully onboarding and working with them and so much more. Go to CameronHerald.com forward slash new book to get your copy today. The second command reveals the benefits COOs bring to companies and explores the many ways a COO mastermind or a COO forum can help grow the COO skills. You'll meet the types of COOs and understand the role each type plays Discover how to bring on a COO into your company with the least disruption and avoid common problems before they arrive. Once again, it's cameronherald.com forward slash new book to grab your copy today. There's no need to go it alone. We're in this together. Now back to the show. I've always said that, you know, that it's about process over outcome. Sorry, it's about outcome over process. That at the end of the day, if I see a great employee who I just know I have to hire, fuck the interview process, I'm just going to hire the great employee. You know, Ray Dalio said that if you see a snake in the grass, you don't write a, an SOP, you don't write a system or a playbook to kill the snake, you pick up a stick and you bash it over the head. So be careful to not be putting in place too. And I'm very big fan of systems, by the way, I've built lots of franchise companies. So building 1-800-GOT-JUNK, Gerber Auto Collision and Boyd Auto Body, College Pro Painters were all about systems. <laughs> and all about easy to execute systems and all about systems allowed us to scale. But we would also short circuit a system very quickly if it allowed us to get to the outcome really quickly as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. Ultimately, I'm, I'm trying to put in place touch bases and connecting with the employees that we have. And I, I think it's really important to make them feel valued by mm-hmm. connecting with them on a weekly basis to just say like, what's working? What's not? What can we celebrate? Yeah. What are you struggling with? And I'll have these on the calendar. And then he's like, clear
0: your calendar for two weeks. Like you're not meeting with anybody.
1: I need you to do this now. And I'm like, yeah, I would.
0: I some well, you know, you know where you're going with then is in, in the invest in your leaders course. And this is not like a, supposed to be a pitch for the invest in your leaders course, but in the invest in your leaders course, there's two modules that be, would be really powerful for both you and your CEO to both watch. It's me yeah. teaching the content the one is on doing coaching. It's how to coach your employees and how to do delegation. Actually, here's the core modules that will be helpful for him. Coaching, delegation, time management, project management, and one-on-one meetings. Those are five of the 12 modules in the course. And even running effective meetings, I think it would be very helpful for him to devour that content, for you to devour that content, because that's going to really give you the foundational blocks to scale yeah. uh, and keeping it entrepreneurial as you do, right?